What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. STDs are all like Pokemon. It's hard to catch them all, but once you do, the game is pretty much over. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans. To another episode, a quickie, if you will, of What's Your Position podcast. We're going to be talking about syphilis in this quickie. We've done a chlamydia quickie before, and I figured it was time to follow that up with uh, another STI that's out there that can get you, that can cause some pretty serious damage if it's not taken care of. <laughs> it's going to get you. <laughs> we have wonderful human beings in my presence, two of my favorites, actually, Mr. Robert Main Airplane, the producer extraordinaire. Hey. And our favorite guest, the funnest bun, the bunniest bun bun, Madeline Rose. The fun bun. Hi. <laughs> we just said that's my new nickname. That's your new name. My that's new your new podcast, podcast, podcast name. name is Fun Bun. Yeah. So Robert Main Airplane and Fun Bun Maddie Meyer. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about um, syphilis today, everybody. A lot of people have some uh, ideas about what they think syphilis is. Some people think syphilis doesn't exist anymore, which is nuts to me. Um, for a long time, it was actually close to being eradicated. And it came back into resurgence recently. Um, not really like a statistic of the day because this is just a quickie. But I did want to let you guys know that congenital syphilis, which is syphilis from a mother to a child, has increased since 2007 by 300% in North America. Wow. And syphilis cases in Orange County, um, the statistics were given to us uh Thanks to Stick, the uh, STI Coalition of Orange County, which our grandmother is the head of. Shout out to Nana. Hey, Orange oh. County. Nana's pissed. Nana's super mad She's because so mad syphilis went up 400% in Orange County I in 2019. So, like, almost every day. Yeah, she's mad. 400%. That's a gnarly statistic. When you think about it, like something goes up 50%, something goes up 30%. Under the umbrella of COVID. With like, because that's that's one of the reasons statistics were taking so long, and they were wrong yeah. because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we don't have um, statistics oh. for 2020 because not a lot of people went to the doctor to, to get tested. So they're actually saying that the year 2020 is going to look astronomically better for statistics. But in actuality, it they're probably going to be way higher, like really, really high in the next two years because everyone who didn't get tested in 2020 because they couldn't go to their doctor is going to get tested in 2021. But what if you could do it over the phone? You I can't mean, get tested over the phone. Well, yeah, but like you could show them. I don't know. No, you got to go get a blood test or a urine oh, test. And then they just said we can't do it right now. Well, like what? a lot of people thought, die? no, a lot of people just didn't go get tested for yeah. shit. Because they didn't want to leave scared. their house. Yeah, yeah they didn't. So they didn't sad. think to get their annual Pap smear. They didn't think to get their annual test. And so, what they're saying is, a lot of STIs are going to re be reported in 2021 that were actually from 2020, and mm. syphilis will probably be part of that. So, all of the statistics I'm giving you in this episode are from 2019 because that's the most recent data that we have for syphilis. But let's get started. Do either of you know anything about syphilis? Anything at all? Um, I did see a Law & Order SVU where the guy... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no, exactly. Anyway, he was like going on this rampage and he thought that um, 
like he was called from God. They thought he was schizophrenic. And then they actually, he started like being weird. So he was on a rampage. Yeah. And they thought he was schizophrenic. And then they, like, he did something, I don't know, that was, like, weird. But it made them do, uh, like, a brain scan or something. And they found out that he had gotten syphilis, like, 15 years ago or something. Mm. And it was never treated. So his brain was, like, Swiss cheese, basically. And then he told, when they told the wife, like, hey, your husband's, like, a murder rapist. Also, you, you have probably sex, have syphilis. And you have it. And your kids probably do. So you need to go get it checked. And it was, like, this big thing. And yeah, I just always, I was like, oh my God. Did he die? Oh no, he was in jail. He was in court. I just have a new podcast where Madeline describes an entire episode of any Law and Order episode in the amount of time that theme song takes. Oh Oh my (laughs) God. I'm obsessed with that. I love that. And I'm down down. for the count. Let's do it. That's my new podcast. Maybe just little inserts, like little uh, bumpers for this. Yeah. uh, Oh my God. I've seen every episode probably like 12 times. Oh my God. Any episode that has to do with what we're talking about that day, she gets to do a a 60 second blurb about an episode of SVU that she saw. And Stabler's so hot. Shout out. Ooh, he really Um, is though. Um, And Mariska Hargitay, one hmm. of the funnest names to say out loud. Mariska Hargitay to you as well. (laughs) Bless you. Have you seen The Love Guru? Yes. It's not a good movie. No, it is but not. It's got its moments, and I like that. <laughs> That's his like little Mariska Hargitay, and then she finally Mariska shows Hargitay. up at the end. And then she does, yeah. Um, what do you know about syphilis, Robert? Um, I think she dances on Friday at the <laughs> library down <laughs> okay. at the twenty-two, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the main stage. No, honey, that's Sapphire. Oh well, no, I know her. Oh, I don't know syphilis very well. Oh, okay. Uh, syphilis is a bacterial infection. Oh, um, that's not the syphilis I know. No, no, no. It's a, uh, it's a bacterial infection that can infect the genitals, the mouth, and the rectum of individuals who engage in unprotected sex with someone who has syphilis. So let me break this down for you into layman's terms. If you are playing tennis with someone who has syphilis, are you going to get syphilis? No. Thank you. I don't know. There's the word love in there. There is. Oh, my word. If you hug someone with syphilis, are you going to get syphilis? No. If you and someone have anal sex and neither of you have syphilis, are you going to get syphilis? No. That's correct. Good job. Fun bun gets 10 points for Ravenclaw. Also, I'm not on this podcast because I have syphilis. I just (laughs) would like to state that. She cornered me after work. I did. During 2019, <laughs> there were over 100,000 reported new diagnosed uh, syphilis cases um, compared to 37,000 HIV infections. Um, so that's it's way higher. Um, of those syphilis cases, over 40,000 of them were primary and secondary syphilis, the most easily transmittable and easily treated stages of syphilis. In 2019, the majority of syphilis cases occurred among gay, bisexual, and men who have sex with men. Specifically, men who have sex with men and men who have sex with women accounted for 50% of all syphilis cases and 56% of all cases of all stages of syphilis were in men, which is crazy because actually most STIs that are reported are reported in women, but syphilis has actually Mm. grown among the gay, bisexual, and men who have sex with men population in recent years, and I would like for you guys to try to guess why. 
why that population of what do you mean queer people uh, yeah or gender you yeah people like the lgbt people community by. but men specifically um because they're it's more um like i guess accepted to be gay or bi or ha- do whatever you want why you know? would they get syphilis more than any other group because they have more sex. Okay, I don't okay. know. That's I don't good, know. No, it's I know. Okay. It's hard. They have it's, more sex. it's actually hard. Yeah, to- <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> I think I, I think I know. Okay. So to to be to be uh, cleared up, um, you're talking about trans men becoming women. No, I'm talking about any man who has sex with another man. So whether that be because he is gay, because he is bi, because he is trans, or because that's the person he chose that day. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe because the transitioning, like the stuff down there is more susceptible to... No, but you're on a closer track. So with syphilis, there are three stages. And in the first stage, there is an open sore. Mm -hmm. Open sores are notorious for infection and passing of bacteria especially in the anus because it is such a small area and there really is no room like hiv right 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 oh, okay. the other part of this is truvada mm-hmm. which is a prep drug a medication that can actually prevent the transmission of hiv was introduced about eight years ago and that's actually created a false sense of security for men who have sex with oh. men. So they think to themselves, well, I can't get HIV. I don't need to use a condom. Mm. And syphilis is actually one of the most transmittable STIs, especially because chlamydia and gonorrhea, more women get that, that STI, but more men get syphilis. And so because these individuals feel this false sense of security with their sexual partners, that they're taking this Truvada, they're taking the the PrEP drugs to keep them from getting HIV, that they're safe and they don't have to use condoms, when in fact, PrEP only protects you against HIV, not any other STI. And so these men are actually seeing increased rates because they are taking something to prevent HIV, but they're still not using condoms as often to prevent other STIs. Hmm. That is very interesting. And they do have a lot of sex. Grinder and Tinder have also been blamed right. for the uptick in yeah. sexually transmitted infections across all genders and sexualities. There is an, a giant uptick since the beginning of, of online dating. Hmm. Um, so there is a couple of different things I wanted to touch upon of, uh, about syphilis. So the average span between the acquisition of syphilis and the start of the first symptom is about 10 to 21 days. So from the moment you engage in the sexual activity with the person who is infected with syphilis, there's about 10 to 21 days where you may not notice a sign or a symptoms. Um, Syphilis has been called the great pretender because its symptoms may look like other diseases. And um, as a matter of fact, Hmm. leprosy almost always was mistaken for syphilis. Like syphilis was almost always mistaken for leprosy back in the day. Syphilis was so rampant back in like the 16th and 17th century over in Spain and Italy and France that they used to think it was leprosy because these sores would appear on people and rashes would appear on people and then they would go crazy. And so they blamed leprosy when in fact researchers have now been able to go back and look at the, the skeletal remains and figure out that it really was syphilis that these people had. Syphilis is uh, typically follows a progression of stages 
Each stage can last for weeks, months, or even years. Primary syphilis is the very beginning of syphilis. So it's like, it's not like monopoly. When you pass, you don't go directly to jail. You literally start at stage one. Even if you contract syphilis from someone who's in stage two, you will start at stage one all the time. The main symptom of primary syphilis is one or more canker or sore, and they develop about three weeks after you are infected. They happen where the sexual contact happens. So... Fun bun. If a man who has syphilis jizzes in your mouth, where will you where will your sore appear? In the mouth. Okay, Robert. If you stick your finger and you have a hangnail in a vagina of someone ah. who has syphilis, where is your syphilis sore going to happen? Oh, I know this one. My right earlobe. Correct. The no. blood. Your finger. Right. You're, you can get it in your finger. Right. I thought you said it was only no where the gen- where it occurred. So if there's an open sore on your finger, right? You have a hangnail. So no, I know. And but... you stick your finger in a vagina that has syphilis. So now you have syphilis hand. Now you have a sore on your hand, but you don't know what the sore is from, and syphilis has now infected your body as a bacteria. So, but it's like from it goes into your blood, blood, mm-hmm. and then it appears where, where you, you came in contact wow. with the fluid of. That the is person with syphilis. I know. The canker will go away always within about three to six weeks, even without treatment. However, wow. you can get treatment in this stage and syphilis will be gone. Be gone with you, syphilis. It bye bye. Goes away. It goes the it's fuck away. Nope. Oh. It stops in that stage. The moment you get treatment, syphilis stops in its tracks. Typically, the treatment for syphilis is an injection of antibiotics. They are giving you a big old needle full of antibiotics in your arm. Because they want you to be healthy. They want this to go away right away. They don't want you to take oral medication for syphilis because it can kill you. Oh. So it's not something that they want to really entrust with you. Like, here, take this bottle of pills for seven days. And then if you don't take it one day. Then, like, hi. Yeah. Without treatment, syphilis will always move on to the secondary stage. The secondary stage is a rash often on the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet, which is similar to chicken pox and shingles and the chest because oh it is a neurological disorder. And, did, and chicken pox is also neurological, so it will show up more on your hands and your feet and your back. Hmm. I know, it's crazy, right? And it's usually like a purplish, brownish rash. It's not like scabby or pussy or anything like that. Uh, apologies to anyone who has a queasy stomach, but it's actually more oh. of a flat cheetah looking print. Hmm. Um, a lot of people do experience flu-like symptoms such as a fever, headache, tiredness, loss of appetite, appetite, swollen glands. Um, you may notice wart-like lesions in warm, moist areas. Ew, it's like fungal. Moist. Yeah, it is. And hair loss. Ah, if you do not treat secondary syphilis, it can actually cause liver, kidney and digestive tract problems. Secondary syphilis will go away without treatment. Again, if you go and get treatment in this phase, you can still stop syphilis in its tracks. But without treatment, it will move on to the next stage, which is latent syphilis. I have a question. Yes. How long are the secondary phases? How long is it there? Six to eight weeks. Wow. You would think you'd want to go for that weird so wart on your face or whatever. Let's talk about this for a second, okay? Let's talk about this, because I always bring this up when I talk about syphilis in my classes. So you're a dude, Robert, and you have a penis. Uh, really? Correct and correct. Okay. Huh. If you saw a sore the size of this highlighter, the size of this highlighter, because that's usually about the size of the, of the sore, about a penny to a nickel in width, open, red, painless they don't hurt but if you saw a sore this big on your Jesus. dick are you ignoring it 
Oh my god! No, I'm I'm using a pin to pick at it you and mm-hmm. squish at it. Yeah, like a, a needle. Like what's happening? In Literally, there. I'd be like, can I cut this off? Can I just take this out myself? Burn it. Um, I don't have a butane. But it bu- looks. It's not torch. like an. O- is it it's, like it's in bar or not? Oh, it's open. Oh, it's open. But yes. In the primary and secondary, it's in like just an the open primary, thing? it's an open canker. Oh my god! So now for women. The cankers usually appear on the inside of the vaginal canal. How the oh fuck god. are we supposed to see that? Is it painful? No. Oh my god. I know. We always get the shit end of the we vaginal. We do. Stick. And no one's going downtown with a headlamp and opening up your labia and going, I don't see anything on the vaginal walls in there. We can go downtown. Like super no. tight. You can't get in there. <laughs> you can't get in there. No, I'm yeah. sorry. You're gonna need a fucking pickaxe. Sorry. Sorry. So like you can see your dick and your balls and you'll know if there's uh, a sore. We can see our labia, but I'm not sticking a mirror down there very often unless I I'm like, you know, if it's painless, I don't even know right. that that's a thing. Exactly. Now, if you have swallowed sexual fluids and it's in the back of your throat, again, painless, but you're not going to see that unless you like brush your teeth and like watch yourself, like stick your toothbrush on your tongue. But please, everyone, just a, wow. a public service announcement. Brush your tongue. That is wild to me that it is literally painless. Right. So then you go to the second stage and you get a rash on your body at this point. Anyone who didn't notice the sore should be going to the doctor. Yeah. Right. And you're growing warts in moist places oh. and you're losing hair. Like your armpits? Like, yeah. Any warm, moist Even if area. it's vaginal or penis yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Any oh my warm, God. Yeah. It's growing. Wow. I know. Latent syphilis does not have any symptoms. It means it's not obvious or causing symptoms and it can stay in this phase for life or it might move to tertiary syphilis. This causes damage to the heart, blood vessels, brain, and nervous system, a.k.a. Swiss cheese brain. Yes. Right. Late syphilis can develop anytime from 1 to 30 years after someone is infected. Even someone who did not have any symptoms of primary or secondary syphilis can progress to late syphilis. Wait, so it can be asymptomatic? You can. Bruh. So how do you check and see if you have syphilis? Don't have sex. No, friend. You will get pregnant. And die. And die. No, you get tested once a year, regardless yeah. of whether or not you are experiencing symptoms, regardless of whether or not you see a giant canker on your dickhead or your vaginal lips, you're getting tested. Or even if you're not sexually active, because what if you... If you're not sexually active, it is not required that you get... But sexually active, you need to know what that means. So oral, vaginal, say. and anal sex. Finger to the vagina is still sexually active. It's still active. sexually active. And somebody could have syphilis, even if you aren't sexually active but you put your finger in someone's vagina that could give yeah that's yeah but that's still considered a sex act if you're masturbating somebody sure, basically but, you know there has not been any advancement in the treatment of syphilis in 75 years you guys 75 years they still treat it with fucking penicillin Wow. What if you have a penicillin allergy? Then they give you something else like, uh, what was the other one? Um, one of the cillins. One of the cillins. There are no home remedies or over-the-counter drugs that will cure syphilis. A single intramuscular injection of long-acting penicillin will cure a person immediately who has primary, secondary, or early latent syphilis. So Treatment will kill wow. syphilis and prevent fur- further damage, but will not repair any damage that is done. Wow. So dementia, artery damage, blindness, none of this can be undone. So 
you want to make sure that you're getting tested regularly. And if you notice any irregularities in your body, you get tested even if you've already had your annual test, but now it's three months later and you notice a sore, you notice a rash, you notice you don't feel well, you've been with a new partner, go get tested. And penicillin's so cheap. I mean, it it's really so common. Like, go is. to the doctor. Yeah. Go to the doctor. If you are getting a syphilis treatment, it is imperative that your sexual partners also get the same treatment because you can pass it back and forth. You can get syphilis over and over and over again. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's one It's one penicillin shot for one episode of, of syphilis. If you go have sex with that person again. Are you, there different strains? No. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. But it doesn't, it's not a cure-all. It's not it like cures hepatitis it that one C, time. like when you treat no, it, yeah. you treat it. Right. It cures it then. right then. Oh my it's God. like a sinus infection. Like you chlamydia. Get, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you don't get syphilis and you are pregnant... Mm. You can pass syphilis on to your baby. And in 70% of congenital syphilis cases, it results in stillbirth or aborted uh, or mis- spontaneous abortion. Or oh, so they don't really come to term or typically born. no. That's awful. Um, It can lead to birth defects. It can lead to blindness, prematurity, low birth weight, death shortly after birth, um, deformed bones, severe anemia, enlarged livers, jaundice, brain problems, meningitis, and and skin rashes. Um, It is it is possible that babies who are born with syphilis don't have any of these, um, but the numbers have quadrupled uh, in recent years. In 2019, the number of congenital syphilis cases was the highest it's been since 1992. Wow. Quadrupled. It's crazy to me. It's nuts. Um, you will always, you need to ask your doctor to get STI tests when you go to your first prenatal visit because they can treat you. Is the are the numbers going up or are there just more doctors available and more numbers people are going up going to the doctor? This is unfortunately one of those cases where it isn't like a reporting issue where we're seeing more numbers. There is more syphilis mm. was literally almost eradicated. Like wow. we were looking at like who was it numbers in the hundreds across America in the nineties and then all of a sudden it exploded and now we're seeing more syphilis than HIV. We're seeing numbers closer to gonorrhea oh with syphilis, God. which is crazy. Um, yeah, you have to get tested and treated right away. Uh, having syphilis once does not protect you from getting it again. Even after you've, after you've been successfully treated, you can still be reinfected. Um, and having syphilis can also increase your chances of getting or spreading HIV. Wait, say it again. Having syphilis increases your chance of getting HIV. Why? Because HIV likes to go into our bloodstreams. That's where it needs to get to. It's not just a contraction of a sexually uh, sexual fluid. So it's not just a guy has, you know, jizz and and you you get it in your mouth and now you have chlamydia. There has to be an open sore for HIV to enter your body. So you can't just get HIV from having a guy come in so you. So if we have sex and you have HIV and I don't have any open sores, I might not get it correct that's not saying i'm just gonna go fuck hiv positive right. people but, but if you have an open huh. sore your chances of getting it are higher oh, that's so and if you have an open sore and you have hiv you are now transmitting blood and fluid from that sore in addition to your sexual fluids mm. yeah so the blood's like kind of more vulnerable when yep. you already have syphilis yep, yep. and it's an open sore yeah so it's easier for hiv to sneak the fuck in there wow i knew fun fact um, before there were effective treatments such as penicillin, vi- uh, a lot of people used mercury treatments. 
mm. and it burned the skin of people that had syphilis. They used the weirdest shit. Um, you want to know some uh, individuals who had syphilis at one point? Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Keats, the author, James Keats, had oh, syphilis. Anyway. No. No, love uh, Oscar, Oscar Wilde, though. I know where you were going with that. Oscar Wilde. Um, let's see. Uh, Nietzsche. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Casanova had syphilis. Hitler had syphilis. Beethoven. Um, Vincent van Gogh, notoriously. I mean, we all knew that one because Good. he cut his fucking ear off. Yeah. Slept with a prostitute. Uh, King Henry III and Charles V both had syphilis. Uh, Ivan the Terrible. Oh, my God. Al Capone, a famous gangster who that led was, a crime syndicate. I think that was because they're aren't they doing like a movie right now. I think I don't know. Some, they actually touch upon it in um, uh, Boardwalk it Empire. Robert, they touch upon him having syphilis because his son is born deaf. Is, is, is he the one that right. didn't tell anyone and then he died? No, I just saw something. Al Capone went to a, uh, Alcatraz. I almost said Azkaban. Azkaban. <laughs> uh, and died of neurosyphilis, a consequence of aggravation of latent syphilis, where it affects your brain and eats it like Swiss cheese. Wow. I know. Um, the Tuskegee experiment. Do any of you know anything about this? The, the, bless you. <laughs> the Tuskegee ex- no. experiment. Robert, have you ever heard of this? Isn't there airmen? There were the Tuskegee Airmen, but the Tuskegee experiment began in 1932 at a time when there was no known treatment for syphilis. Um, After being recruited by the promise of free medical care, 600 African-American men in Macon County, Alabama, enrolled in this uh, project. So half of them had syphilis and half of them did not. And their goal was to track the disease's full progression. However... Researchers in this study provided absolutely zero treatment for syphilis. They said they were getting treatment and none of them did. Even when penicillin was a known treatment for venereal diseases like syphilis, they still were not offered any treatment for it. Hmm. Um, In 1972, there was a story that was leaked because all of these people were dying Jane Heller of the Associated Press broke the story, prompting public outrage in 1972. This has gone on for 40 years. 28 participants had perished from syphilis. 100 more have passed away from complications. 40 of the spouses had been diagnosed with it, and the disease had been passed on to at least 19 children. This is because no one was briefed as to what experiment they were taking part in, and it actually helped develop the IRB. Um, yeah. As a result of the Tuskegee experiment, many African Americans developed a lingering deep mistrust of public health va- officials and vaccines. In part to foster racial healing, President Bill Clinton issued an apology stating the United States government did something that was very, very deeply, profoundly and morally wrong. Um, President Obama offered another apology um, nearly 700 men and women, prisoners, soldiers, mental patients, all prisoners all people of color were intentionally infected with syphilis Bruh. without their knowledge or consent and then treatment was withheld from them <gasps> yeah that's like some like war crime you know like yeah encampment shit what do they call yeah. it like the experiments that they did yeah. on those people? Oh, jesus 
New research has found um, that syphilis had a 30% increase between 2015 and 2019, and gay or bisexual men accounted for nearly half of all syphilis rates. Hmm. Um, STD rates are higher than... eight times higher for black people than for white people and five times higher for um, American Indian, Alaskan native, native Hawaiian Pacific Islanders than for white. Um, It is ridiculous that this is going up. Like I cannot believe that it's, it's so much higher than it ever has been. And I have some states here, uh, the top 20 U.S. cities with Ooh. the highest STD rates. Can we play a game? You can play a game. <laughs> yes. Made a fun one. Okay. In terms of total STD cases, including HIV, syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea, the top five cities are? Um, Santa Barbara. Um, New York, Seattle, Austin, Texas, and let's go. In the criminal justice system, sexually, sexually based, based offenses, offenses are considered, considered especially heinous. In, in New York City, dedicated, dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These, these are their stories. Bum, bum. What's your last one? Uh, my last one's going to be Dade. Florida. Cade County. I was too busy bringing up this music when was the question. <laughs> In terms of total STD cases, including HIV, syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea, the top five cities in the country are... All right, number one. Um, I'm going to go New York. Number two, Los Angeles. Number three, San Francisco. Number four... Cities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kentucky weirdly like has a bunch of STDs or something like a, like a state like that. So I'm gonna say whatever most popular city in <laughs> Kentucky is, and Florida's got to be in there. Um, so Robert was the only one who got last. anything right. Oh. LA is number one. Chicago is number two. Houston is number three. Phoenix is number four. Houston, Philadelphia is number five. Nothing in Florida? No. Huh? I know. Weird there. The top twenty. Of STD rates. So Baltimore had quite a few cases. Um, I don't know. I think it's the episode. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. I just wanted to find an endless SUV view. Endless law and order. Thank you. Um, Baltimore, Maryland had 210 cases in 2019. Uh, Let's see. I want to find some high ones. What was their number? Sorry. 210. Nice. San Francisco, 584. Huh. I could see that. Right. And in the South, yeah, we got a lot. Like, there we go. There we go. Yeah. New York had 388 cases. Manhattan had 596. Tallahassee, Florida only had 96. Hmm. Um, Let's see. What's another good one? Memphis, Tennessee is number 21. Uh, Macon, Georgia, where the Tuskegee experiment took place, is number 23. Number 24 is New Orleans. Number 25 is Greenboro, North Carolina. Number 31 is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, A lot of southern states tend to have a lot more STIs because, and this is actually proven, uh, because they lack STI education. So a lot of people just don't know. Don't have sex. No, they got education. It's called the Bible. You ever read (laughs) it? 
You know, that's all the education you all need right there in it that Bible. It doesn't mention nothing about syphilis in that Bible, though. Goddamn right. It mentions something about incest, though. It does mention something about leprosy. Yeah. Did you know that the Bible doesn't talk about homosexuality? Man should not lay with man. Something in there. It's in, it's Leviticus. It's in there. Something. I don't think it is. It's, man should is. not lay with man. It's not. A bunch of Christian the, Facebook people. Is that the old or the new? that shit. Is that the red or the white? <laughs> the white. Um, yeah, it's in one of them. Um, but it's, yeah, the way you interpret it's, it. Yeah, I know. Um, in the 16th century, Hail just fun, Hailstein, um, <laughs> the origins of syphilis, uh, some people say that Columbus brought it back from the New World to... I just screenshotted that. Oh, my God. He did. He brought no, it back. No, he didn't, actually, because oh. skeletal remains have shown that syphilis existed in Spain, France, and Italy prior to Columbus going over there. However, huh. because there was a giant fucking war, a lot of soldiers got syphilis at the exact time that Christopher Columbus had come home from the New World, and so they blamed it on the Indians. When in fact, wow. we fucked them over by giving them blankets filled with smallpox. But Thanks. that's another time. Yeah, it said on here, he, uh, after arriving in the New World, he slept with indigenous members of tribes who carried the disease. Also, though, leprosy, again, was mistaken. But now they're blaming it on the indigenous people. I would like to think that he gave it to them. Let's blame everything on that fucker. Shall we? Fucker. Christopher Loser. Fuck that guy. Uh, In the very beginning, syphilis was stigmatized, disgraceful, and each country whose population was infected blamed the neighboring country for the outbreak. Sounds a lot like what we do today. So the inhabitants of today's Italy, Germany, and the United Kingdom named syphilis the French disease. The French named it the Nepalese disease, like Nap- like Napoli, like from Italy. The Russians assigned it the Polish disease, and the Polish called it the German disease. The nice. Danish and the Portuguese uh, named it the Spanish Spanish Catalanian disease, and the Turks called it the Christian disease. Okay, so a lot of blaming. A lot of blame game in syphilis. However, it's really just one of those uh, long-term, it's one of the oldest STDs in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, you know, it's making a a resurgence. So please make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Uh, Robert and and Fun Bun, did you learn something today? Yeah, don't have sex. No, that's never the goal of this podcast. Um, Yeah, I did. I didn't know that it was... So, <laughs> I love this song. Don't distract me. I just, I, I that's it it's up. just crazy. I know. I, it's just, it makes me scared. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but also, I like to think that the people I hook up with don't have diseases, but like you can't tell from nope. looking at them. You just gotta you get tested. Literally, cannot. Tell. Gotta get fucking tested. Yeah. Robert, you learn anything? Yeah. I mean, just protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You can have fun out there. Hell yeah. Oh, I have fun. <laughs> we, we oh, yeah. <laughs> I love driving, and I love driving really fast, but I put my seatbelt on. Driving stick. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, just be, be careful out there. You know, syphilis affects a lot of people, and it's coming back, and it can lead to some serious issues, and it's super, super fucking treatable. So get tested. Get tested often. Get tested regularly. Get treated. Don't be ashamed of it. And if your partner gets it, you got to get tested again and get treated again. I love y'all so much. I want you to be safe and I want you to be smart. Uh, I want you to make sure that you are uh, taking care of yourself. And this is one of those things that can sneak up on you and get you. So uh, that's it. That's our quickie. I hope you enjoyed. 
I love you all so much. Stay safe. I feel like the gays love this song. This is a very kind. You turn my sixes to nines. Stay sexy. (laughs) (laughs) What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for the educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.